and welcome to episode 101 of Margaritas with Margarita Chang, CFP Pro. I am Hope Katz Gibbs, proud producer of the show on the Incandescent Radio Network and Incandescent TV. With us today is Risk Management Specialist Terrell Joyner. He is a financial advisor at Charter Oak Financial. And before I kick it over to Rita, I want to tell you that this Connecticut native is a graduate of West New England University and Springfield College. He says he puts his passion at the forefront of his practice. He has helped numerous business owners find solutions to their financial concerns and implement strategies to grow their businesses. His personal planning practice focuses primarily on educators. So we're going to learn all about that today. Over to you, Ms. Rita. Well, thank you so much. Before we begin our discussion, I do want to read a disclosure to you. The information provided today is not intended as specific tax or legal advice. Mass Mutual, its employees and representatives are not authorized to give tax or legal advice. Individuals are encouraged to seek advice from their own tax or legal counsel. Individuals involved in the estate planning process should work with an estate planning team, including their own personal or legal tax counsel. Well, thank you so much for being here, Terrell. So excited for our conversation. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. So I know that you put passion into all you do. So let's start with, um, I guess, our first question for women receiving a large inheritance to ensuring a financial legacy continues with the next generation. Tell us about your clients and the situations they face. So the biggest challenge that women have when they first meet me is overcoming the sense of overwhelm because they don't feel as though they have the tools they need in order to be prepared to handle the inheritance. The feeling that they have the sense of obligation not to blow their inheritance that they've received and also to be able to ensure that the next generation can continue this inheritance, again, is all overwhelming for them. The first steps we need to take ultimately working with these clients is really establishing what the long-term goals of the estate are. Essentially, if you think about it, this is very different than their parents' generation. So they've had this estate that they've grown over time, maybe they've inherited it, or maybe they're that first generation. Um, and so essentially, when we think about really helping them, we go through the explanation of what I call the new rich versus the generational wealth. So when you think about generational wealth, there's an education that is given from prior generations to get the younger generation involved actually much earlier. And so the education is very different. But ultimately, again, when you think about generational wealth, it's what did you put back into the estate, not what you took from it. So I always joke, taking five million out to live your best life is very different than taking five million out, investing it wisely and putting back 10 million into the estate for the next generation. The new rich, in many cases, on the other hand, they have a different mindset where they're the ones that actually have built this wealth. And so it's a little bit challenging to kind of rework that mindset because they're thinking, I built this wealth. I'm This is my money to spend. My kids can ultimately build their own wealth and they can get whatever's left over if there's anything left over for them. So most of my clients tend to be that first generation that have received that wealth. So they fall somewhat in between where they want to make sure that they're providing that legacy for the next generation, but they also want to make sure that they're living a comfortable life for themselves. So 
our job is really to help them find that healthy balance in between that. I love how you focus on balance because it's true. It is about balance. It's about prioritizing the here and now, living your best life today, but making sure you can live your best life tomorrow and in the next decade. And of course, you start with education um, to improve engagement. So you also help clients work with their children. So what advice do you give people so that they're not too reliant? Yeah. So Margarita, have you heard of your clients coming to your prospects saying, hey, well, I don't need to plan financially because I'm just going to live off of the inheritance I've received. We get a lot of those clients. So there's just so many that come to us saying that, oh, great, my parents have done well. We'll just not have to worry about our own situations. We'll live off of that. And so essentially, I mean, it's just important that everybody has a risk management plan in place, regardless of the inheritance that they're um, expecting. And there's many situations where because of that comment that I've received from those clients, I'm asking to be introduced to their parents in order to really understand the big picture. And because of privacy rules, we can't talk about anyone's situation without their permission. There's times where ultimately the parents don't want to share that information. And I have now background knowledge of how the kids are actually not in the best position possible because that parent generation, yeah, they may show that they have um, wealth, but it's a very different picture on the back end when we do the deeper analysis. So really that experience from starting with the kids and moving up the line to really make sure the family is um, in the best position possible, that has that experience has really set me up for success when it, working with these individuals, because now we look on the back spectrum of it, of looking down the line of that legacy. So the key takeaway here is that you should, an inheritance should only enhance your situation. It really shouldn't be your financial plan that you're dependent on. Yes. Like you asked me that question about, oh, I don't need a financial plan. A lot of people are like, well, I don't need to retire. Like my parents are like 86 or 88, but what they're not thinking is what if they need a long-term care event? So this is a great transition for our conversation. Risk management is your specialty. How do you respond to clients if they say they have a risk management plan in place, but then you know they don't? So uh, the question that we get this often is essentially really understanding the risks overall. So we take a step back and come back to the client and say, what are those goals? We've taken the time to really evaluate the goals of the estate. So are we looking to really grow the estate? Are we looking to just maintain it? Are we looking to spend it down? Um, most folks are in that spend it down category, but some are because they don't necessarily have that legacy. And so this is where philanthropic uh, solutions come into play. But really the additional answer to that question is comes into the play of how large is the estate? Because depending on the size of the estate, we can ultimately self-insure some of these risks. So I always tell clients we're exposed to risk on a daily basis, and it's important to evaluate each risk to identify the proper risk management plan. And once we go through this in-depth analysis of the risks that the clients are exposed to and their kids are exposed to, they're able to make well-informed decisions on what risk are we going to just simply self-insure. Self-insuring, again, meaning that we'll pay for out-of-pocket if that risk were to happen. And which risk are we going to push off to the insurance company, whether it be all of the risk or a portion of the risk? 
So one of the common situations that comes into play when I have clients with a large estate is really the next generation and their risk for disability. So I was looking up some data on physicians, specifically in New York, and the median salary for physicians is $236,000 a year. So if we think about a 35-year-old over a 30-year career, not including like inflation or raises or things like that over time, that person's risk for earning income is over $7 million. So now I can come back to the client saying, if your son or daughter were to have this risk happen to them, would the estate cover the risk? Would you expect them to have the insurance in place to cover their own risk? And this helps us to really have a productive conversation. And it's, again, looking at both sides. What is their risk profile and which risks do they want to address? And what is that for the next generation? All that being said, honestly, in most cases, yes, it it is very important that we have a risk management plan for our clients that are working directly with us and for that next generation to ensure that the estate has the best potential for growth over time. So for people who are listening, you need to have an estate plan, a financial plan, an investment plan, and a risk management plan. So what happens when clients receive their inheritances at the height of their career? Do you find people are worried about taxes? And what strategies can people do to mitigate the impact of taxes? Yeah, and to reiterate those disclosures, not being tax advisors ourselves, we really send out those services to the client CPAs and really work right alongside them in order to make sure that we're developing Um, proper strategies. But this is a frequent situation for families. We're actually dealing with a case right now with one of our clients. Uh, She inherited about $5 million from her mother's estate, and a large portion is in taxable assets and qualified accounts. So not a major issue for her mother because essentially she was retired. She was living off the interest, living off of distributions from these qualified accounts. So she had a great plan with her CPA to make sure that she was in the best position possible. Now, our client is still working age, so we have to be mindful of making sure that as the investments pass over, we're helping her to build a portfolio that we're not hurting her tax-wise. And again, this is a situation where we're working very closely with the CPA so that she can get the professional tax advice that she needs, and we can build a portfolio that matches that. As you know, Margarita, we have the benefits of the step-up in basis when it comes to inheriting those investments. Um, meaning that the value of those investments for us when we receive them are at the time of death, or if we elect could be nine months after the date of death, but that helps to mitigate some of the uh, taxation of those investments. And then also with qualified investments, as you know, the stretch IRA is no longer in existence. Now we have to spend down those uh, inherited IRAs over 10 years, and that's taxable income. So when we have estates with large qualified assets, it's very important that we come up with a very strong strategy of getting those assets out of those plans in a tax tax efficient manner. Another situation that we come across a lot is when individuals leave the workforce in order to go care for a family member. And again, women tend to be the caregivers for the families, regardless of proximity to families. And many of them will either drop to a part-time rate or leave their full-time jobs altogether to care for an aging parent. 
And so upon the passing of that parent, we have to decide, does it even make sense for that individual to go back to work? Because now they're going to be at a much higher income level, along with the potential taxation that's coming down from the inheritance as well. So a good portion of our clients that are in that tough situation decide not to go back to work and volunteer instead. I was looking up an article uh, through NPR and it was back in 2021, but it stated that 400,000 more women left the workforce compared to their male counterparts in order to care for an aging family member. So we just it just shows the magnitude of, you know, I mean, the roles that women play in just the family dynamics, but also when it comes to financial planning, how important it is for us to make sure that we're building the proper plans for them. And then the other aspect is really making sure that our clients have a strong team around them. Again, not being a tax accountant myself or um, a lawyer, we work closely with the client CPAs and legal team in order to make sure that we're putting them in the best position possible to build a strong um, estate plan and a strong risk management plan. And as you mentioned earlier, the investment plan, everything that comes together. And it's important that everybody has a good communication across the board so that we're not missing any pieces to the puzzles. So some of the common strategies that we go through are things like tax loss harvesting, creating donor advised funds for philanthropic purposes, and also leveraging annuities when they make sense. So one of the major takeaways for our clients are to identify the purpose of each bucket of funds that they have. Once we're able to thoroughly vet the goal of that bucket, we can implement the proper strategies and solutions for those funds. Awesome. So well said. Um, so as we wrap up, gosh, we could have a weekly podcast on this topic, but some key takeaways and then share how people can learn more about you and your work. Absolutely. So really the key takeaway here is I, I do a lot of uh, financial literacy seminars and um, things around estate planning. And it's important that regardless of the size of the estate, having a solid risk management plan in place that is regularly monitored, not just one time event, but you constantly update this plan to, based on any life changes. That's really going to allow you to sleep better at night, knowing that you're going to hit those personal goals. You're going to get hit the goals that were set for the estate. And the biggest piece is making sure that that next generation is set up for success and really not reliant on outside factors to go through what you've gone through to learn the tools you needed to build this estate from the generation prior to you. And so, yeah, folks can certainly connect with me on LinkedIn. That's probably the most common professional state, and then or directly through email, we have our team that would happily reach out, answer any questions that we can. Well, thank you so much, Terrell. We are so excited to have this conversation. And do you want to have this opportunity to share the disclaimer before we turn it over to Hope? Uh, the information provided today is not intended as specific tax or legal advice. Uh, Mass Mutual and its employees and representatives are not authorized to give tax or legal advice. Individuals are encouraged to seek advice from their own tax and legal counsel. Individuals involved in estate planning should work with an estate planning team, including their own personal legal or tax accountant. And then also anything stated today is not intended to be a recommendation. Well, thank you so much. So the takeaway is good coordination and communication and good communication leads to good co 
coordination. So now back to you, Hope. Well, that was incredible information. I think that lots of people really need to hear what you had to say today, Cheryl. So thank you for that. And I want to check out that NPR article so that we could share that. That's pretty interesting statistics and data. So thank you again to all of our listeners and viewers. You have been listening to Risk Management Specialist Cheryl Joyner, a financial advisor at Charter Oak Financial today on Margaritas with Margarita Chang CFP Pro. I'm Hope Katz Gibbs, producer of the show. Thank you, Miss Rita. Thank you, Terrell. And thank you to all of our listeners and viewers. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for being part of our Incandescent Radio and TV family. This is Hope Katz Gibbs, founder of Incandescent Incorporated, the PR and publishing company for women entrepreneurs. Our incandescent radio and TV shows are brought to you by our advertisers and clients. Margaritas with Margarita Chang, CFP Pro, brings us 15 minutes of tips every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern on Facebook Live, where you'll meet experts who are helping us flex our financial muscles. Find all of the episodes at margaritachang.com. You'll also meet intuitive psychotherapist Kara Keem, who interviews therapists and other intuitive guides from around the world. Learn more at karakeen.com. And you're going to love social justice expert Karen Hanrahan, CEO of the San Francisco-based Glide Memorial Foundation. She bridges the gap from local impact to global change on her thought leadership show on Incandescent Radio. Learn more about Karen at karenhanrahan.com. You're also going to love Alina Liao, founder of the radical wellness journaling company, zenitjournals.com. Alina asks, have you tried to journal but found it hard to keep up? Zenit makes it easier to journal for your wellness. With Zenit, you can customize your journal with prompts that speak to you. No more blank pages. Your Zenit is your personalized space to take care of yourself. Website, zenitjournals.com. Feel it, write it, Zenit. You'll also meet amazing Tracy Schott, founder of voicesforchange.com. Tracy is determined to change the world and end domestic violence. Learn more at voicesforchange.net. And we are so thrilled to be publishing a book for Angela Mitchell, who is the tech expert of case management. And she's also the founder of this fabulous organization, Kids Code 2. She is determined to teach kids to code computers. Talk about teaching a kid to fish. We invite you to discover and peruse all the Incandescent Incorporated websites, the magazine for women by women about women, incandescentwomen.com. Our health and wellness magazine is beincandescent.com, the business of mind, body, spirit, soul, and heart. Our YouTube channel is incandescent.tv. And you can learn about our PR and book publishing services at incandescent.us. If you'd like to have your own radio and video show, check us out at incandescentradio.com, where you can see what we can do for you. These podcasts are also featured on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Our podcasts are produced by Brandy Wilsker. Our videos are produced by Nelson Benavides. Our website developer is Max Kukoy, and our incandescent illustrator and designer is Michael Glenwood Gibbs. If you'd like to learn more, please send me an email, hope at hopegibbs.com. Here is to your incredible, indelible incandescent success. Much love and many thanks. <laughs>